Hello! Welcome. Hello. Welcome, welcome to Split the Screen. <laughs> welcome back. It's been a little while, but we are back now. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it has been a time. This is Split the Screen, a gaming podcast with me, Biggest Benus, uh, aka Ben Ostwick. I've got, I've got to get my actual name down there. And the one, the only, Ed Nightingale. Oh, Good wait. How are you doing? Sorry, I've uh, I've screwed up your uh, thing say, already. I'm not at all. But, there you, you know, go. You don't need great job, Ben. There, well, okay. I thought you didn't want your bed in. See, this is going to be oh, see, now you're in. centered. <laughs> there we go. But I'm yeah, in a bit a bit of bed's all right. I'm I'm in a bedroom. It's all right. Yeah, no, we, you do sleep, don't you? Make it with wine. Cheers, yeah. everyone. Actually, Happy I've got. Friday. I've even poured my wine. But yeah, welcome. This is a special podcast. This is the first podcast that we've done in. Six months. Over six months. No, it was about six months, actually, wasn't it? Because it was the beginning yeah. of May. May. Yeah. Yeah, quite some time. Since Eurovision. We haven't done a podcast since Eurovision. Wow. It ruined it. It ruined the... Uh, it's ruined everything. <laughs> uh, so how, how have you been? How have I been? I mean, it's been a year. <laughs> yeah. It's been a year. A lot's happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how time does fly indeed, Debs. Um, yeah, I've I've got a new job, have a new housemate. Lots of things have changed. Yeah, like, I mean, the reason we're doing it today on a Friday, because Split the Screen has always been on a Thursday, the reason we're doing it on a Friday is because it is one year today that we had the first ever episode of Split the Screen. A yeah. whole year. That was a ride. It was a ride. <laughs> we've been we've been off for six months but you know it's been uh yeah we, we are um yeah part-time podcast just six months and then six months off six months on six months off well it's like, it's like a tv show with seasons you know this is like season two see we're calling this season two are we yeah why not what game had well what yeah what tv program had a better season two than season one i, I can't think of that right now <laughs> prison break no prison break season one was the best actually yeah i did like two though yeah um yeah. There we go. We can just do a season a year. Yeah, exactly. How long is this season going to be? Maybe this season could be, well, let, we're going to be talking about what's going to be happening anyway. I don't want to... Yeah, no spoilers. Maybe we're about to just say that this is going to be the end and we're, you know, we're not going to be doing anything else. Who knows? We're done. We're done. But yeah, so you have got yourself a new housemate because you've, yeah, behind you, there's no... Because you were in like an office before, weren't you? Now you're in a bedroom. Yep. I'm in the bedroom now. Oh, Welcome. Yeah. Welcome on in, everyone. Different acoustics, different, uh, different yeah. outfit, apparently, different glasses. Yeah. I've got glasses that aren't wonky anymore. That's a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> he climbed out of his ball today and he's now, we have a Pikachu. Either that or you've skinned a Pikachu climbed and you're wearing its out skin. Of his ball. <laughs> that's what, uh, isn't that what, Pi that's what Pokemons do. Do they climb out of ball? <laughs> yeah. You've also got, yeah, you've also got glasses that don't fall down your face and make you exactly. like you're no cross eyed. Every five minutes. Yeah. He no longer looks cross-eyed because <laughs> he's got wonky glasses. Good. Oh, <laughs> uh, and that is the mad. That is where the magic happens in there. Look at they're all seeing your bedroom for the first There's time. No magic happens. There's no magic here. <laughs> Absolutely no magic here whatsoever. Oh, but yeah. By the way, I'm wearing a Santa hat because we got ten gifted subs, and I think it actually it's it's a nice looking Santa hat, isn't it? It's a decent yeah, quality it's a one. Great, great quality bobble on that. Yeah, I love a good bobble. Oh, look at that. I'm going to shake it. It's big. Don't shake your ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. Big <laughs> bobble. Um, but yeah, so 
Well, and, and, what else has happened? I don't I've, know what has happened, Ben. I've met you in person. Did you? Yeah. Do you remember? Oh, no. Can't be memorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in London, London, and, uh, and visited you, and uh, you're all right in person, I suppose. You're better, very tall. Better behind the screen. Yeah, I know. I was surprised how short you were. I'm not short. You... I'm just short compared to you. Yeah. Yeah, you have short person energy, though. Like, a short person attitude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I didn't even see his noteworthy, yeah, apparently. Pocky Ted. Bad boy, aren't you, like, two foot three or something? I'm pretty sure bad boy is uh, is even shorter than Ed. Short person like energy. You know what I mean. ten or something. That's not that short. It's just you're abnormally tall. <laughs> short person energy. I mean, fun-sized. That's it. Fun-sized. <laughs> Like, um, what were they, like a slit, no, what are the ones that you have the, when you have like the mini, uh, variety pack, there you go, you're like a variety pack. What? You know the little variety packs of, uh, <laughs> cereal you have? Small. This is such a strange conversation, says that, yeah. Are you bringing variety into this? <laughs> variety pack, we can put you, bad boy, Gemma, Moni, all into a little pack. There you go. Variety pack is how I describe my sexuality, says Liz. These Excellent people don't know words. what a variety pack is. Capped does. <laughs> it's going to be a very short season, yeah. <laughs> does it even count if we don't start? This is like a Christmas special. Um, but yeah, welcome. If anybody keep drinking, is... drinking, everyone. Keep drinking. I know we have been live now for over five minutes, but we should probably tell people who are new, because it has been six months, and there are a bunch of people here who have not been here uh, before when we've done this before. But this is Split the Screen. It's a... In the past, it was a weekly podcast that we did uh, for, uh, it varied in length, didn't it? We kept having like, should we make it two hours? Should we make it an hour? And I think we're kind of settling on an hour and a half. Well, we, we settled, we tried to settle on an hour until we did a game of the year episode. And then I think we went for like two, trying to discuss what we actually liked for the year. Yeah. Well, we're doing, I think we're doing, well... I think an hour and a half is like a sweet spot. But yeah, we just talk about video games. We talk about games that we've, well, we kind of have a little catch up to start with. Then we talk about games we've been playing. I just go, it was all right. And Ed gives us a little, uh, well, gives us You'll poetry. A minute review. Ed, Ed gives <laughs> us poetry. And I'm like, yeah, well, all right. It was all right. Yeah. Um, and then we talk about gaming news, which we are going to do today because there is something big that I sent you. And then you were like, I sent you on Discord and I hadn't even checked my Discord. Oh, we're we discussing that. Well, I'm sure we, well, I, I want to, because I have no idea what it is, so you can tell me. Um, oh, okay. And then we've got some well, questions to that. answer, but we're also going to be talking about, obviously, what, you know, what's the future of the podcast? Is there a future of the podcast? <laughs> should, should we do that first? Should we, should we say what's going to happen? Because also, we haven't really delved into a lot of detail ourselves, so we're kind of going to be talking about it, and we've, got, we've probably both got ideas that we haven't even expressed to each other. But yeah, is split the screen ending, Ed? Is split the screen ending? Yeah. No. No. We're definitely continuing. We're continuing. We're back. We're starting again. <gasps> starting again. The screen was split, but it has been repaired. It has. We've sewn it Ready up. Ready to be split again. Oh, it's been sewn up. <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> the stitches have all come out. <laughs> Stitch the screen. Stitch the <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Stitched up screen on <laughs> the stitches have dissolved and uh, it's healed. There is a scar, uh, but we're ready to be split again. 
Uh, I hate it here. I do as well. <laughs> yeah, here we are. <laughs> well, now we have new emotes. The Atty leaving one. Perfect. Nice graphic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that women get stitched together after they get, have given birth. So it's not unusual what you're talking about, but that is true. Yo, I have a friend. Well, she used to be. Uh, here we go to a tangent. The first. No, it's definitely not the first one of the night. But she was a midwife, and she was my housemate, and she told me about. They had like different gradings of splits, and she's like the maximum grading is the most horrific thing ever. Um, and she explained it to me and I'm glad that I will never give birth. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Wow. So this is a gaming podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only podcast where the listeners yell, stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Move on. We need like a move on, move on uh, alert yeah. or something. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> but yeah, so um, we are not ending we're not ending we're starting again in the new year we are yeah so the new year is going to be and are we doing it every month every two weeks have we decided that i think yeah. every week every week we're back every week every thursday as before hour and a half do we settle on an hour and a half i think we said an hour but okay an hour sure, an hour and a half let's let's go for it I think I think an hour and a half is reasonable considering the other stuff that we're going to include. We'll ask the chat how at what point they get bored and then we'll just stop. Yeah. But the other thing is as well, we're going to try and make it so that as many weeks as possible, uh, we will have a guest. Um, and it's not going to be a guest that we sit and interview because, yeah, we want it to be more of a friendly community podcast. So people come on and they talk about the games that they've been playing. They talk about the news with us. Maybe in the question section, we can talk to them a bit more personally but i you know and it just means that then if we have rotating people on like i've already said money you you really want money on um but like having people on that just that maybe have been on a bunch of times before but we just vibe with really well it's not going to be like okay a different person must be joining us every week you know if if money ends up coming on four weeks in a row it's i'm sure we'd end up having a lot of fun but it's just yeah we'll Reach out to people, joining them. Oh, yeah, Money hasn't even been asked this, by Money the way. Money has no idea about this. <laughs> no, Money has no idea. She's like, wait a minute, what? Uh, we, we were also calling it uh, Split the Herring as well. Uh, that's the uh, the new rebrand name. Money does split. Yeah. <laughs> geek the screen. Oh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> I'm going to geek all over that screen. <laughs> More money, monry money, says uh, Gary. Yeah, Amanda would love that. <laughs> you don't want to split the geek. No, the geeks do not get split. Well, actually. Um, yeah, but anyway, we're going to... Yeah, so we'll have new people and uh, just guests on. Sometimes we might not have a guest. Sometimes it might just be us two. But we want to make friends. it... Exactly. Just us. Just friends. If we can't find any friends, we will uh, split herring. Um, but yeah, we'll do that. And also, obviously, because we are just a couple of... I mean, I'm much younger, uh, but a couple of white dudes from the UK. We want to add a bit. We want to make it a bit more. We want to explore different, you know, games in different ways. And it is a very stale, I think, at the moment. <laughs> no offense. But we want to have, have like, wow. new faces, new voices, new perspectives. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, I think stale. <laughs> it is a bit stale. Aren't we a bit stale? We both got similar opinions. Much younger. I am much younger. He's in a whole different year, he would be at school. Wow. 
Yes, one year. Such yeah. a difference. Tom says he's got home and all these tabs are stuck on this. We've been raided a few times. We are very kindly being raided. Um, I also have uh, just realised that we're still on uh, Animal Crossing. So, Ed, tell us, tell us your dream guests. Dream guests? Mm. Well, I haven't, I haven't considered that. Um, I mean, I think we would like to have some other streamers on, but I think if we can get some sort of personalities on or people from the industry... Um, then uh, we mm. will we will try and do that. Maybe I don't know some voice actors or some developers or something like that. We'll see what strings that either of us can pull, um, which might have a few little interview type bits. Uh, of course, we will want chats questions as well. Uh, Mr. Millhill, if Henry Cavill came here, <laughs> I don't think it would be broadcastable. <laughs> just saying, it wouldn't be intelligible. You'd be just you going, you going. Yeah, it'll be just dribble. Yeah. Ah, uh, but you know what? Yeah, we'll have it's a community podcast. We're, we'll have people on. Hopefully, we'll have some interesting people on. Uh, maybe we'll also have someone like Misbehaving on. Who knows? Who knows? Who does know? We'll find out in January when we yeah. do some organizing. Liz says, I know I'm not invited, but I refuse. Liz, oh, that makes me want Liz even more. Yeah, definitely. <gasps> we can talk about the crafting community. Liz and Gemma duo duo guests. There you go. Jizz. Jizz. Yes. Done. We will have jizz on this podcast. Because <laughs> there's not enough already. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've already got your, uh, I can see on your uh, bed in the back. You don't want to go anywhere near that with the blue light. I see anything, thank you very much. I know you can't with that uh, No, because the camera's blurred. <laughs> oh, uh, didn't you, I, oh, I taught you how to fix that camera. Yeah, I know, well I didn't. Anyway. <laughs> There Just we go. Pretend this isn't happening. Jizz, 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 they all say. <laughs> Jizzy. Uh, yeah, look, Focus see, the they're line. all chanting. Hey, Ice Cold Cube, how are you doing? Ice Cold Ice Cube. But yeah, so that's coming back in January. Uh, do we have anything else planned? Because, I mean, this is the very beginning of December. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> this is the very beginning of December. Do we have anything planned for this month? I'd like a camera that lends to focus on me. Yeah, okay, well. If anybody wants a Christmas present for Ed, get him a like. Yeah. Uh, do you know how to do it, though? I can't remember. <laughs> Your camera's drunk. I mean, I will be in a minute. Yeah. Um, Try now. Can you, can you go back? Go back a bit. <laughs> yeah, try not to fall off your chair. Oh, it would be hilarious. Now go forward a bit. No. This is great. This yeah. is really good. We're seeing Ed through his own eyes. Oh, there we go. Oh. There. Wow. Just there we go. It oh, it's happens. better out of focus. Here we go. Wow. <laughs> how rude. Uh, um, how, what did you ask me? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, are we doing anything before the weekly podcast comes back? We are. We are going to have another special, uh, which will be game of the year, um, which we will try and not have for two hours like last time. Really? Um, and we will. No, we will try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we will discuss our favorite games of the year. And put them in some sort of order and probably argue a lot about it. Yeah, um, I'm vetoing uh, Solar Ash. Well, I haven't played it yet, so... Yeah, I've been playing we'll it see. today. I think you'd like it. It's got a few... It's got a mix of a bunch of your favourite games. I think I'll like it as well. Yeah, and you're going to be streaming it next it. Tuesday, aren't you? Next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> How dare you? For some Solar Ash. <laughs> there might be... Annapurna liked my tweet uh when i said i was going to play it and i know kelsey who works for uh annapurna i feel like she's 
she is very big in there. But um, it was lovely, very kindly gifted me three codes, which we got to. And uh, Torn the Boss, uh, who I'm still waiting. I'm, I am Torn. I'm waiting for hopefully an updated code uh, for you because apparently it wasn't working. It's been a bit of a bit of a mess with Epic Games, but we'll uh, we'll sort that out. It's trash. I think you like you know. As I said earlier on the during the channel uh, during the stream, I was like, I think it's a game that I don't want to really play or stream anymore. But I think, but it's quite a good game. I don't want to play it, but it is good. Is is a typical Ben Ostwick quote. It is. You know, I mean, there are some good games. For example, Halo uh, that we played a bit of co-op this in the last six months. We played some Halo, and I played a few levels, and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm, I'm fine. Uh, I'm fine just going straight to infinite, but great. But I'm also like, you know what, with a bit of wine, it's more fun. Oh yeah, everything's more fun with wine. It's true. He says, finishing his glass. Wow, got it. You only just poured it a second ago. Is it that bad? A whole bottle to get through. Bloody hell! But just just during the podcast, or <laughs> I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> well, there you go. Um, yeah, some games you just don't want to play in stream, but you'd love to watch. Exactly. Some people just enjoy watching. Love to watch. Mm. What do you love, love watching? Well, we we usually talk about what we've been playing, so maybe we should talk about what we've been playing recently. What have we been playing? Re- okay, what? Tell me every your opinion of every game that you've been playing over the last six months. No, because <laughs> um, I can't remember them all. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. During the game of the year podcast, we will be covering a lot. This is just going to be like this podcast today is not is a bit of a taste taster. Should we say it's a, ta- a taster and a catch up? Yeah, a oh, teaser. A teaser oh, also. Tease. Can, can we announce our new feature that is starting uh, next uh, year? And I want you folks in the chat to help us as well. We have a new feature? Yeah. Do we? Twitter twat of the week. This is news to me. I told you this a while ago. You were like, that sounds good. It was, month, it was. You, you literally said, because I was like, no, because I, you know, it was like about a month ago. I was like, well, in my old, when I did a politics podcast, ages and ages and ages and ages and ages and, ages and like 15 years ago. We had Twitter Twat of the Week. So we're bringing back Twitter Twat of the Week where we find somebody who's said something really stupid on Twitter and we rinse them for it. So maybe someone who's trolled one of my articles. We can do that. Yeah, exactly. Who has been rude to Ed this week? (laughs) I will make sure to write plenty about diversity because that's the Uh, dreaded D that no one likes. Wait, what? No. (laughs) I, I didn't hear the first part. I was just like, wait, what? Somebody doesn't. The dreaded D. Yeah. Oh yeah, the second Ed writes about diversity or, you know, a minority being represented or something like that. It's just straight. How dare they? Yeah, so public shaming. Exactly. We're going to have weekly public shaming of people that deserve to be shamed. Yeah. It's a little extra two minutes on. Yeah. And uh, we'll make sure it's somebody that really deserves it. And then we'll make sure, you know, should we include their username? Because we could get everybody congratulating them on winning the award. <laughs> uh, maybe we should blank that out. Yeah, maybe. Just to be safe. Fine. <laughs> fine. even more. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Which also means we can like choose something that, I don't know, Moni's tweeted, and then we can just be like, oh my God, look at this idiot. Yeah. What is, how dare she? <laughs> um, yeah. And just twist all her words. <laughs> Just, oh. We'll just Photoshop something. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. What could go wrong? So yeah. Um, but what games have been splitting your time uh, lately? 
Um, lots have been splitting my time recently. Mm-hmm. Um, one I was going to bring up and talk about, which I plan to finish this weekend, is Guardians of the Galaxy, <gasps> um, which I've been playing since it launched, little bits of, and I think I am finally near the end of it. It's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Um, which that's is the best, a nice best surprise. Yeah, exactly. You sound um, like that's a bad thing. Well, sometimes you just want it over with. Um, and and this, I feel like I'm at the end and I'm ready for it to finish at this point. Mm. Um, I don't really have much of an affinity or interest in Marvel massively or Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so I didn't go into this thinking like, oh, I'm super hyped about it. And it's really surprised me at actually how good it is. Um, it's not massively original. Um, it's also quite buggy. Um, oh. It sort of lacks a bit of polish. There's a few little like animation issues and Square Enix and things. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you'd kind of expect more from Square Enix. It feels like it's been done kind of on a budget. Have like, you played Life your, is Triple like, A game? Have you played Life is Strange before? That's yeah. technically Square Enix, isn't it? Or is that yeah. just, it's just published by them? But yeah, I'm guessing, yeah, that is buggy yeah, as is, shit. This is Ados Montreal, I think. What have they done? Uh, they. I think, did they, I think no, they bought okay. Crystal Dynamics that made Tomb Raider? Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, it's mm. just it's just a really fun game. Um, it has sort of Mass Effect kind of vibes to it um, in the way that it's you and then your team around you and they all uh, kind of jump in with combat. You don't control them, um, but they all chip in with combat and you can select some of their abilities and you go back to your ship between missions um, and it feels kind of Mass effect in that respect, but it's just a very simplistic third-person shooter that is just really fun to play. Hmm. It's really silly. Um, there's tons of humour. Um, Mr. Millhall mentioned voice acting there. Like The voice acting is great. The script is actually genuinely really funny, um, much more than the films are. Hey, um, nothing wrong with it. The first one was great. Well, um, I love the first one. The only thing is, is that it's really not a game to stream because... Um, a big part of the appeal is the music. Um, it's got loads of 80s tracks in it, mm. um, which is amazing. And there's this sort of power move you can do where he kind of turns on his uh, his cassette player and they have a huddle and you basically have to like G them up to, uh, to to sort of win the battle and they come up with like double double power and heal themselves and whatever. And some random 80s track will start playing in the background, um, which is really, really fun. So... It's it's got a great 80 soundtrack that just adds loads of silliness to it. However, obviously that's not something that you can have if you're going to stream it because DMCA. Um, oh. So there is a streamer mode, but it literally just takes out all all the music, oh. so you end up with silence, and it just it loses so much of its atmosphere and its appeal. Mm. So if you do if you are a streamer and you're thinking of playing it, do not play on stream. But it's just a really fun, solid action game um and i'm pretty sure it's on sale at the moment i hate how they do that with life is strange as well true colors because i played it and started in streamer mode and i was like why and then they started playing sex is sex on fire uh by uh, i think it's the beastie boys and then that was like they were dancing to it with a with a brush and there was no kings of leons that's the one uh i think it's kings of leon money god get with it uh and it was just silent when they were, uh, and then it just, yeah, I restarted it and I was like, you know what? I will take the chance. I'll just turn off the, I'll delete the VODs 
I'll take I'll yeah make the take the risk and yeah. had the music on and honestly like that's a game that I've been playing I was playing a few months ago um really really liked it actually that's going to I'm sure feature in the uh top games of the year I'm sure it will with me as well um but yeah so yeah I, oh, I hate it if you put streamer mode on it needs to replace the music <laughs> just removing it yeah. ruins the atmosphere completely it's weird because in the settings it says it will replace the mute or play other music but then it actually doesn't. It's just silent. So it's really disappointing because it, the, honestly, the music adds so much to that game. If it didn't have that 80 soundtrack, it wouldn't be anywhere near as good. Mm. Um, but I think it's really surprised a lot of people. It's it's up for a lot of awards um, and people have, have really, really enjoyed it. I think when it was shown at E3, it looked a little bit rough and people weren't really expecting too much of it. And it's actually really surprised people. So mm. yeah, if you just want a, just a really silly, fun sort of popcorn kind of game a bit like the films then Guardians of the Galaxy genuinely is well worth playing well you've heard it first recommended by Eurogamers Ed Nightingale <laughs> don't attach their name to them yeah <laughs> also has great accessibility options which is another good thing perfect are you allowed to uh, are, you, are you keeping quiet who you're working for while on this podcast now oh we can say Eurogamer is fine Eurogamer I'm not getting paid <laughs> no, and you're allowed to do uh, to this, aren't you? Not that we're getting paid for this. Yeah, and you have Eurogamer Ed, like one of the best gaming news sites out there. Congratulations! Yeah, I don't think we I even said congratulations on split the screen. Congratulations! Well, thank you, thank you. You've been kicking ass, and you've also done some amazing. What features have you been doing lately? Because you did a few big features. Obviously, you do the news as well, but you also do large features that are doing really well we love a large feature um <laughs> speaking of accessibility <laughs> wait no that, that nothing to do with that like wow <laughs> no i mean you just you did one because we were talking about accessibility. <sighs> the accessibility of a large feature we love to see yeah it. um well, in london i hear there's some very like, large features well <laughs> um not no, a segue I, <laughs> <laughs> I did write a piece. Um, we have an accessibility series at the moment. And I wrote a piece uh, where I interviewed Rudism, who is a Twitch streamer. Um, you can do a uh, you can do a shout out if you like. No, uh, he didn't retweet it. So he, you know, you know, he didn't retweet it. Um, and he is a streamer, but he basically builds different controllers. Um, so for instance, for Far Cry 6, he uh, did some promo for, for Ubisoft and he created lots of weird and wonderful um, controllers. Uh, he did one made up like a rice cooker and one made out of a, um, a chainsaw. Um, he's done one in the past where he played Untitled Goose Game in a motion controlled goose outfit where he was literally squawking like this, like a goose and controlling it. Um, he's just been doing... Um, uh, a controller literally made out of a tractor. Yeah, wasn't that the latest one? Yeah, that's what he's literally just been doing. Mm. Um, so he does all these all these weird controller things. Um, and he has just finished a playthrough of Dark Souls 3 using one button, where the whole thing is done through Morse code inputs. Um, so he's mapped all the different inputs of the controller into one button as Morse code mm. and managed to play through the entirety of Dark Souls 3, which is obviously a notoriously difficult game. Um, yeah, I couldn't get past the first boss. There you go. Well, the, the he's done tutorial the boss. Button. Fuck him. Um, but the reason he does all of this or what he's learned through doing all this is kind of 
the I guess the importance of accessibility and how interesting it can be having different control inputs because we're so used to having your standard controller and everything is made around that and actually there are so many weird and wonderful ways of of controlling video games that actually people that maybe can't really use controllers in that way um, might want to do something different and it just proves that if you're a little bit creative and think outside the box you can do something totally different with game inputs um, and with Dark Souls specifically, you know, all these people who are like, oh, it's all about difficulty. Well, that is an appeal of the game, but, you know, it should be for people to decide what that difficulty should be. Um, and there should be difficulty options so that more people can really access that game. And if he can play it with one button um, with a weird controller, then other people can play it in other ways. Um, so, it, it well, it kind of changed my mind about Dark Souls money. I still agree Dark Souls is... is a big appeal is is the difficulty, but it's about people deciding what level of difficulty they want for them because they've you know it's subjective. Like Celeste, um, exactly. Celeste um, has you know accessibility mode that you turn on and it says it on there that you've had it turned on. But like if like I played Celeste, I finished Celeste without any of the accessibility stuff being added, and the fact that that accessibility. To be honest, the fact that, that accessibility is there made me enjoy it more because I can say that I finished it without it, but also that is there if I really want it. If I really, really get stuck, I can yeah. I can use that. And people who do complete the game without maybe using those options, if they see that as the real way of playing, like it doesn't take away from the value of that if that's what they have achieved. But if other people also get to access the game and experience it, then why the hell not? Three extra lives. Did you did you did core and farewell? No, I got to the top of the mountain and then was like, that was a phenomenal game. I don't want to throw it outside the window, uh, out of the window. So I will not be playing anymore. <laughs> then you didn't beat it. Then can we just ban Tom in there? Oh, there you go. gatekeeping, gatekeeping, a fucking climbing but a yeah. fucking mountain. So I I've done a piece on that. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, the last one that went up yesterday was a piece around the resurgence of Animal Crossing and how, uh, you know, people are getting back into it because of the DLC and because of the update. Um, and I interviewed this one mm. about doing some weird thing called hardcore mode. Hardcore Animal Crossing. Yeah. That was fun. That's been fun. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, and thank you for interviewing me. It was a very exciting interview. You're welcome. It was a whole five minutes of my life. Yeah. Well, it was enjoyable. And uh, five minutes of enjoyment, that's all you want. But I was playing, yeah, I've been playing Animal Crossing again lately, because I was playing a lot of Minecraft, and it wasn't really exciting me. It was making me feel tired and blur, and I think it was making the community even more. Um, so I was like, you know what? I need to go back to Animal Crossing. Well, they announced the big, I mean, that's also something that's happened in the last six months. Uh, we've had the big Happy Home design. I want to say Happy Home. Paradise. Happy Home Paradise. For some reason, I can never remember it. Paradise and then a million other things that they've added, uh, some like huge changes. Annoyingly, they said this is the last thing that they're going to update, which doesn't make sense because, like I said, they could print money for that stuff. But they could have done they for could. they could have done that for Mario Kart as well. And for some reason, they just left it alone. I don't I understand. Mean, Mario Kart is is selling more now than it ever has. So and it's a and it's a remaster. It. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I know, but it's also a remaster. Yeah. It's like they could they could add a season pass to Mario Kart and add like a couple of tracks every few months and they would make so much money. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Maybe Mario Kart 9 is the one that's going to be the real like, you know, if Nintendo needs any more money, then they couldn't make that. 
That'll easily. be a launch game on the next console. I think. But yeah. this, yeah, so that means there'll have not been a new Mario Kart on a Switch on the Switch. Yeah. Jeez. They don't need to. They're making enough money. This is the biggest selling game, isn't it? I think Animal Crossing is very close, though. Animal Crossing is second. Mm. Um, Mario Kart is the top. Um, I'm not sure what's third, but I also know that Animal Crossing had the biggest, in Japan at least, had the biggest opening weekend. Mm. And um, yeah. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, the remake that just came out, is second. So it shows you how popular Pokemon remakes are. I've been playing a bit of that. It's really good. It's a really yeah. good uh, one. I've also been playing Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive Edition because I wanted to get through that. And that's also very, very good. Great fun. Um, oh, there you go. Three Smash Brothers. Smash. Gotcha. There we go. Weirdly. Even though I've, I've got Smash Brothers, I just don't play it. Uh, but yeah, no, Animal Crossing Hardcore Mode because they brought this out and... Oh, it's over there. not getting it. But I got a Switch OLED. Um, and because someone doesn't want to be left out... Uh, got a little bit of the envy you ed also got a switch oled so we've got our switch oleds and i was like well instead of transferring my island over and just kind of continuing with it i want to do something new so i've got a new a brand new island on the switch uh on the yeah on the oled switch called because at all the first one my old one was not at all and this one is a tall order because it's mr yeah. Millhood, the oled is massive yeah no he also is tiny um but the it's exactly the same size as a normal switch yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So it, you just, yeah, it's obvious. What's... But yeah, the and I'm I've given myself some kind of well, the three core rules for hardcore Animal Crossing is no time traveling, which I wasn't really doing anyway before. Uh, no terraforming, so it keeps like the natural look of the island, uh, but then you build on top of it, and also no outside help, so people can't come and visit you um, until right at the very end, because to win you have to have completed all of the Nook Mile achievements, which technically will take two years because you need 100 visits from KK Slider who only visits on a Saturday. So yeah, that is, um, that's my kind of my plan for the next two years. And what else has been splitting your time? Um, well, do you know what's going to be splitting my time tomorrow? Tell us, Ben. A little game called Zelda Breath of the Wild. <gasps> Have you heard of it? No, I've never played it before. Tell us about it. So ben. Zelda... Uh, Breath of the Wild is about a young prince called Zelda and you right. control him uh, it looks a bit like Robin Hood and he goes around a place completing these mini dungeons um, to kill somebody called Gandalf the the Rage or something like that or uh, Calamity, Gandalf the Calamity and then uh, and, and then you live happily ever after so that I'm going to be <laughs> I can see you turning purple. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Literally turning purple. <laughs> it's really hot in this. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm playing that tomorrow because when I, fi I finished it when it first came out, um, and it was li yeah, literally when it first came out, using a little Joy-Con grip, and then that's why my hands are kind of like a claw now. Um, but I only completed something like 41 shrines. And I think now there's like 130, 120 or so. They've added even more with the DLC. So the base game is 120. And then I think they added another 12, I want to say. Okay. I think there's like three per uh, the four champions. 136 shrines. 
That's okay. So there's 136 shrines in total, and I only did like 41. So oh. because on the, I mean, oh, I, so it's four for each. So it's an extra 16. There you go. Get so maths. I do love Animal Crossing. I love it, but I just I don't want to get burnt out like I did before. So if I do end up streaming on the weekend, which is not going to be very common. Uh, but when I do stream on the weekend, I just want to chill with something different. And I'm going to have a very, very long playthrough of uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild again. And trying to complete every shrine. Because also it makes it really easy. Because, I, I mean, I got 40... Yeah, I got 40 shrines and it was pretty easy near the end. So, Yeah, it's it's a game that's quite tricky at the start. Yeah, people say three that. Hearts, yeah. And it's it, you have to really think about survival. But once you get about halfway through, way easier. Yeah, Gary's like, will you gather all this croc seeds? No, no, I won't. No, because you know what you get. Do you know what you get for doing that? A giant shit. Uh, you get a big shiny poo. Oh, well, I've got. I just need to go to the toilet if I want to see one of those. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, I'll try and do all the shrines. And I'd Even probably... Moni did all the shrines. Uh, really? She finished the game. Oh, oh, because she didn't want to face the boss without having done them all. I, I remember never completing <laughs> never completing a major test of strength because they just kicked my ass. Also, I wasn't oh, quite sure hard. of how to fight. Um, but wow, how dare you misbehave and saying there's a big shiny poo on the screen already. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, I'm going to be doing that, going and uh, playing through that again. I do want to kill a Lionel. Are they called Lionels? Did you not do that? Nah. They were, they were oh, tough. You literally have not even played this game. Exactly. That's another reason why I really <laughs> want to play. Because I can't remember anything. Oh, you're going to have the best time. I am. Oh, and Money killed a couple. What? A couple? A couple of NPCs. That's what she normally does. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what's been really splitting my time. I'm also waiting for, like, there's a lot of games that are coming out that I want to play. Um, for example, today, Final Fantasy XIV's uh endwalker expansion yes. dropped i'm not going to be getting into that for the next week or so um i probably would yeah probably well, no one next will because the keys are too long mm. they're not as bad as i don't think they're as bad as stormblood ones but they do seem to be pretty uh lengthy yeah um but i've been playing a little bit of for horizon sorry forza horizon 5 um i think yeah. you have as well Isn't i have i it might even turn me into a car game and I never thought I'd say that. Oh, well, you can decorate it and stuff and put some pink fluffy dice or whatever. Okay, let's not stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> will, will you do that? No. Okay, no that. no pink fluffy dice. <laughs> um, no, I don't normally like car games unless it's, uh, unless it's Mario Kart or F-Zero. And actually, this is really fun. I'm, I'm very surprised by it. And yeah. it's got great representation in it. Um, you yeah. can have uh, multiple pronouns. It's, it speaks your, your name out, which yeah. is weird. Um, at least your sound uh, yours is easy to pronounce Ed hello Ed (laughs) no Falls is great fun I'd like it to pronounce someone called Siobhan or something like that oh yeah type your name in what's your name hello Siobhan yeah (laughs) sorry to the Irish people in the chat one sec Atty's coming up here now of course Uh, I'm yeah going to be playing some Solar Ash next week and next week is also the release of Halo Infinite so that's going to be that's basically the big the big final release of the year <laughs> so Atty's just like wait a minute what's that he's, he keeps looking at me with my hat on he's really he like your ball. yeah he's wondering what's going on with the ball take the ball Atty what's this what no <laughs> to get your foot off it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's like mine no no he's not having it ah 
But yeah, so that's what we've been splitting our time. Should we go into the news then? Because this is meant to be a teaser, but it's turning into pretty much full full length podcast, I mean, it isn't is. it? I knew it and would happen. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's only one news story which you've mm. brought up, but it is a scoop from the one and only Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier, uh, that'll be you know Bloomberg. Thing. We say Jason Schreier. What we mean is Ed in ten years. Ed is Mini I Schreier. Wish. I wish. Mm. But it's good to have. Well, 314.7k followers. Yeah, I'd love to get to that. It's not about followers. It's about <laughs> what he does. And Jason Schreier, he, I'm surprised he's got that many followers considering the amount of people he blocks. Uh, he blocked uh, Jordan. But, I mean, I, I've been close a few times. Um, well, I haven't tweeted him. I just steal his stories and rewrite them. Yeah. Um, but he has a scoop, <gasps> which was posted at 5.22pm. So this is uh, brand new, breaking news. Breaking news. Um and I'll just read this for to you. Sony is planning a new subscription service codenamed Spartacus to take on Xbox Game Pass. It's been pitched as a three-tier service that will merge PlayStation Now with PlayStation Plus. Higher tier could include PS1, PS2, and PSP games. Ooh, That's I'd exciting. like that. Um, this new service expected in the spring will likely retain the PlayStation Plus branding. Don't expect Sony to include its big new games day one like Game Pass does, but the expectation is a stronger offering than PlayStation Now. That's great. As long as we can download it like PlayStation Now. I think they need to get rid of the PlayStation Now name. Well, it's a bit confusing as to what's PlayStation Plus and what's PlayStation Now. Because PlayStation mm. Now is basically just streaming games. But you can download but it now, can't you, not, as well? Well, I think you can as well, yeah. But the games on there are not the most recent ones. Mm. It's lots of kind of older games. Um, yeah. and judging by this it looks like it's not going to be as Xbox are with you know Halo Infinite you know day one which mm. to be fair to Xbox um, you know Halo Infinite is going to really push Game Pass when it's out next week because essentially that game is coming in two halves you've got the multiplayer which is already out which is completely free to play mm-hmm. and then you've got the single player campaign and the single player campaign you can buy completely separately on its own, which is 55 quid. I don't get that. Why would anybody do that? Well, why would you do that when you can just get it as part of Game Pass, which is a subscription each month, which if you don't already have it, you can do a trial for like a pound Mm. and then play through the campaign in probably a week and then cancel Game Pass if you really want. Um, The fact that it's part of that subscription service means you are getting a hell of a lot with Game Pass, which is why it's such good value for money. Yeah. And the reason they do that is that they're trying to get so many people to sign up that eventually it makes up for sort of individual sales of games that, that just, just mm. everyone is paying the subscription fee. PS Now does have Last of Us 2, that's true. Although I don't think it wasn't day one. But uh, I also think that like the way that um, they're doing it, like Microsoft are doing it, where you've got kind of like the base one and then you've just got Game Pass Ultimate. I, I think having three tiers might be a bit bad I, I don't think three tiers is necessary because who's going to get they'll i bet it'll come out it's three tiers nobody will pay for tier two it'll either be tier one or three and then they'll just get rid of it i mean that's essentially what nintendo have done with the expansion mm. um it's created an extra tier and included n64 and mega drive slash genesis games um it sounds like with this you know it could be extra tiers give you extra games so if you want the ps2 and ps1 it's an extra tier i do but i don't want to play them and I'll probably do that. I'll probably end up getting like the max tier, but not make any use out of it. I mean, I probably would pay extra to have PS1 games. Depends which I'm one. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> Siphon Filter. Classic. 
Maybe Cooler not. world. I mean, look, it's an excuse to play through Final Fantasy VII again and and buy it to own it for the, like the seventh time. I've got it on Switch. I've got it on everything. <laughs> mm. Got a mobile now. Isn't there a battle royale that just came out of it? There is. Mm. There is. I'm very excited uh, to be discussing these, uh, you know, news items. All these news items that we've missed over the last six months. I can't wait to actually talk about them as they've come out, especially because then I don't need to read your articles. You can just bring them to the podcast each wow. week. Yeah. No, please, please do click on them. <laughs> it's nice to get views. Yeah, click on them. Game Pass gives big names on release too. Sony does that with very few. Yeah, and you know that like they'll do this, and Sony will be like, "We're not bringing out our like major releases on day one," and the Sony fanboys will be like, "Yeah, we don't out because ours are better, ours are worth more." Well, people are kicking off um, this month with PlayStation Plus because one of the free games is Godfall, but which came out a year ago, but and no one played it. But it's not the full version of the game. I've played it. I've got it. They gave me Why a free would you do that? because they gave they gave me a free copy. Um, That's fine. That's acceptable. And it's shite. Like it actually hurt my finger because you have to. I'm pretty sure to attack, you just have to like constantly pull the trigger. But the trigger is it's showing off the haptic feedback, and I'm like, I'm gonna end up getting giant biceps in my finger. Like it would. All I was doing was pulling my finger like that. And it was uh, it was hurting after Please a while. Stop doing that, Ben. It's also quite difficult as well. <laughs> stop doing that. Please. Giant biceps on my finger. My finger biceps were getting huge. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's like a free. Well, not free. It's like a it's like a trial version of the game. So it gives you access to some like late game content, um, but it's not the full version of the game. And considering PS Plus is meant to give you full games um this one actually isn't and they're planning on selling this version of the game for like 15 quid um, oh don't buy it it's terrible then, yeah <laughs> which you can then upgrade to the full version for like 50 quid so Ooh. it feels like a bit of a scam and ps plus really has gone downhill the last few months anyway they haven't really been giving away that great games it's um, not god so maybe this is a good thing it'll happen it's god awful god awful there you go there's a strap line by the way, um, Three Extra Lives says uh, that's the show title. Can I just say I really appreciate the fact that you're thinking of these show titles. Uh, giant Finger Biceps uh, will be today's uh, show title. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for considering that. <laughs> also, we, we mentioned uh, the, the Nintendo Online expansion. Mm. Uh, next week, they're adding Paper Mario 64. <gasps> oh my God. Is it a, is a paper cut game. above the rest? It really is. Can I just say that? a choice I cut. Can I just say that I I gave Ed that pun and he used it How in an article. How dare you say that? It I, was hundred percent my own writing. I'm just proud. I'm the fact that I mentioned it to you and you're like, well, you didn't say. Can I use that? You said, right. I'm stealing it. Um, the fact I that my own pun, my sort. own pun, has been read by millions and millions of people on Eurogamer is oh, not an tearing honor. it up, Tom. <sighs> tearing it up with these puns. Oh, wow. You're just upset because you didn't include that, did you? Yeah, I should have done that. <laughs> Damn it. Um, it's tearing anyway, up the script. It is a brilliant game. I know that the N64 games have not been massively well received, not because they're bad games, but because the controls aren't great um, and the uh, they've had a few problems with them. Are they a but, bit flat? Funny. Um, genuinely, I think Paper Mario 64 will probably still hold up a lot better than some of the bigger like 3D games. Um, and it's, it's a brilliant little RPG, so I would Definitely recommend that when it's out next week. Oh, maybe, you know, I'll have a look. I've heard that it is quite a novel concept. 
Ah, uh, is there a lot of uh, backstory to it? No, I mean it's a Mario game. You're not playing it for the story. Oh, <laughs> controls a sheet. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh well. Anyway, so that's your news update. Did you give it a four out of ten? A four. A four. No. Uh. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> well, uh, any more news that you've been writing about today? Uh, not that I can think of. Good. I mean, there's one thing, but it's embargo till tomorrow, so I'm not going to tell you. Oh, what's it about? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Are you allowed to tell me? You'll tell me after, right? No. <laughs> Is that a game you've been playing? No. Oh. Well, I haven't played something else for a preview, but I'm not going to tell you what that is. It? You haven't even told me. No. Your podcast host, you haven't even told me what game you've been playing. No. Another game fired. we were playing, just before we move on, another game we've been playing. Well, I played a little bit. I beat a boss for you because you couldn't do it. Um, a little bit of the Elden Ring trial. The Elderly Ring. Yes. I mean, we, we we could always talk about what we're looking forward to next year, aside from the return of split screen, of course. Ah! Um, and Elden Ring is definitely up there for me, having played this trial. Um, Helunky got my trial code. There you go. Because I um I was, I was meeting you. You were. And so I ended up just watching Ed play it. He was like, right, you'll enjoy this. So I just sat there and uh, watched him play it. I mean, it is literally Dark Souls meets Breath of the Wild, which is like two of my favorite games spliced together um it, even to the point where you start in a sort of dungeony area and then you mm. open a door into a big yeah. landscape um you know and you can see the big world and you can go wherever you want and there's little catacombs to explore which are a bit like the shrines um can you get extra inventory space by like putting blocks on top of each other and things don't know about that mm. um but yeah, but then with like Dark Souls combat and you're wandering around and then a dragon just comes out of nowhere and kicks the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> but, fun. <laughs> uh, it, it is brilliant. I cannot wait to play more of that. Yeah. Um, and Breath of the Wild 2 as well out next year. Like mm. between those two games, oh. I mean... I, I know which one I'm going to enjoy more. Split. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> well, I'll play Zelda, you play Elden Ring and we'll compare notes. I will play both. Thank you very much. <laughs> I will watch you play Literally Elden Ring. Two of my two, they could potentially be two of my favorite ever games. I am very excited about them. Is Elderly Ring coming to PC? Yes. So will you be playing on PC or PS5? I will be playing on PS5, I think. I be... mean, look, if someone wants to give me a free code for whatever console, I'm not going to turn it down. But yeah. if I have to buy it, I will buy it for PS5. I really want to play it i don't think i'd like it uh but i want to play it for a fair bit and if you can summon people in then you know halunky if you'd like to join me and help you know and carry me through feel yeah. free there you go someone decent pc it is demon souls. yeah we need to play demon souls at some point um but yeah that is oh i'm so excited um i'm so excited nick i feel like next year we're gonna get some big i know people have been like when it comes to that game of the year and i think the game of the year last year obviously with the pandemic and this year it's been a bit of a wet fart in terms of kind of games that have absolutely changed the industry and blown people away. The last couple of years, and even when people suggest that, you get messaged on Twitter like, oh no, there's these games that are great. And I was like, yeah, these games might be good, but they're not like industry changing or huge, huge, huge games like a new Breath of the Wild or a new Elden yeah. Ring or El Elden Ring. Whereas I think yeah. next year we might get a few of these huge games. 
Yeah, I mean, I think this year we will discuss, obviously, in our Game of the Year podcast, which you will watch mm. in a couple of weeks' time, um, what what have been our favourite games of the year. And I think there have been some really, really good games this year. Like, it's not a bad year for gaming. But for me, anyway, there's not one game that I'm like, yes, that's my number one. I have Last no idea. Year, I knew it was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. I just knew it was going to be. Um, you know, previous years, yes, it's going to be Breath of the Wild. I, like, I just love that game. But this year, there's not one game that I feel like I've just loved that more than anything. Oh, not the bloody camera. <laughs> you, <sighs> go go into your... go into Press start. Can we do a Pikachu? Oh my God, not the double Pikachu. Double Pikachu. Oh. There you go. That oh, works. Oh God, okay, well, we know what we're using now. <laughs> oh, um, Valheim. I mean, yeah, I'm the same. Like, I don't know what game... I think when we go into split the screen and do our game of the year split the screen, I don't know what I'm going to... No. In my head, I have no idea what's number one. Honestly, I mean, tune in when we do it, because neither of us know what it's going to be. There's there's no mm. surefire, this is the number one game of the year. So it could be something really random. We're also going to be recording it, and then it will be streamed... Um, uh, I think it will be streamed, or will it be a podcast only? I'm not sure. We haven't decided really, have we? We'll think about it. Yeah, we, we, we haven't figured out exactly how it's going to be shown, but uh, we are going to be recording. Like Returnal, I want to play Returnal. Oh, that's one of mine, Halunky. Absolutely. I need to play it. Love Returnal. But yeah, and also another thing is, um, I'm not going to be streaming between the 24th and January. <laughs> it's like, so 20, the 23rd will be the last stream. So in 20 days, wow, less than three weeks, it will be my last stream for the year. So we need to get, uh, oh yeah, because I'm going up to see my parents at Christmas and then uh, going and spending New Year away. I know, I'm sorry, but maybe there'll be some IRL streams, but if there's an IRL stream, then I can't really do a Game of the Year podcast. Fine. Unless it's recorded. There you go. That's why we're doing it in advance. But there is a, there's a chance it could be recorded. Are we going to do it in advance or are we doing it potentially in another way? We'll discuss. We'll discuss. But yeah, no, I think you're right. I think a lot of games from this year have been pushed back into next year. So I think next year is looking like there are some huge, even just within February, there are some yeah. huge games coming out. Um, so I think next year, because of the pandemic, we've had this huge backlog of things. And now it's and over. Now eventually they're all going to come out because it's all done. It's all done. Go out. Go out. Get your vaccines, people. Lick all the handrails and kiss your friends and all that. <laughs> Paladin's like, I just want Lego Star Wars. Paladin's oh. got a simple request, a very simple request. I mean, that is coming out next year. Yeah. Oh, after the Winchester, we are. It's all over. It's all. Be <laughs> but you know, IRL streams. Maybe I could do like a daily IRL stream, you know, just to keep. Because I don't like having two weeks off streaming. God, you're going to be a vlogger now, aren't you? I am. <gasps> uh, no, I can't be a vlogger ever since I watched that Netflix documentary called Bridegroom. Have you ever seen it? No. I oh, will watch it. I literally cried after. Well, I did cry. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's no, has anyone seen Bridegroom? It's two well, it's on it was on Netflix. I don't know if it's there anymore, but it's two gay guys. And one of them's like from a very kind of rich religious background, and the other one's like from Redneck County, and they meet at a university and they get on, they do vlogging together, they become popular. And then it's really it shows like how great their relationship was, 
and then the religious partial religious one died like he fell off a building and died um, spoilers yeah sorry and then it shows like how the other one couldn't access his funeral or see him when he was dying or anything because of yeah, happy here now sorry about this yeah and this then sounds like an absolute joy oh to watch. yeah and then it shows like how they need um uh, like how yeah same sex marriage as will help people like this who need to see who need access to see their partners etc etc and it was literally i i bawled my eyes out is it actually worth watching then i i will not watch it with anybody again because i don't want to watch it again but it is now uh, moni mentions here single all the way which i saw earlier on netflix and thought i 100 percent need to watch that over the top of this season because it looks fucking terrible yeah, I cried too. Deb's cried as well. Helunki cried as well. Watch it. You will cry. It's sad. You should watch it. Single all the way. Was that the one that you sent me a picture of? I did, yes. Ugh. It's an LGBT Christmas movie and there are Ugh. not enough of them. <laughs> For good reason. I mean, have you not seen Mean Girls? I mean, that's not a Christmas film. Is it not? It, just has, a, it has a Christmas section in it. Mean Girls is a Christmas movie. No, it's not. It's a year-round movie. It should be watched perpetually every single day as required viewing. Well, okay, single all the way. That We'll have a watch party or something. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Mean Girls isn't. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, should we answer some questions from Discord? No. Oh, okay. We should ignore them. <laughs> we've asked that earlier. I've had a glass of wine now. I'm going to be rude. Um, no, right. we've got some questions from the chat. Haven't we? We do. Um, thank you, chat, for your questions. Um, this will fill some time for a bit. Gemma says, um, how has your relationship changed since episode one of the podcast? Well, I'm single now. <laughs> so am I. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the podcast has ruined no, our relationship. How has your relationship with gaming changed ah, okay, yeah. since episode one of the podcast? Uh, well, it's a relationship with gaming. Okay, yeah. Yeah, curse podcast. Anybody that comes on this podcast will... Yeah, will immediately break up with their partner. Um, but yeah, that is that is also news in last year. But uh, <laughs> why not say it now? How, how has your relationship with gaming changed since episode one of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, questions. Well, like, what kind of questions I, are these? I will, I will answer that seriously. Um, <laughs> because oh. episode one of the podcast a year ago, I was not a games journalist. So, mm. well, I was, but I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. a full-time games journalist. Um, so, <laughs> so Gemma and Liz have respectfully <laughs> declined the invite to join Odges. I, uh, <laughs> I do not blame you. Um, yeah, I, I was a freelancer working elsewhere, and now I am a full time games journalist. So I have to play a lot more games. Um, and be oh, on boo top of you, poor you. Well, you say that there is not to be all boohoo there is genuinely like a bit of pressure to feel like i need to be on top of what's new um First world like problems, what's the latest yeah. releases i need to be playing and it's things like i would love to do a, re a replay of breath of the wild i'd love to do a replay of fire emblem <laughs> especially now i've got the oled <gasps> like i really want to go oh. back and play some older games again but i'd feel like no i need to be i need to go and play halo infinite for the sakes of no you're playing fucking halo one well, I know you I, need say to get this. I need to get there, but I feel the pressure to 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 play those 
you know, newer games. Listen, I bet if you type in Halo Story in 10 minutes, there's a YouTube video for it. Oh, of course there will be, but I'd like to experience it for myself. Really? Yeah. Wow. How's your relationship with gaming changed, Ben? Uh, since the beginning of the podcast? Or since the last podcast? Or the beginning? Or since episode since one of the podcast? Um... I do esports now. You do? You're yeah. an esports champ. <gasps> Wait, that's that's happened in the last six months. Because <clears throat> it was in June. So in June, if anybody missed, uh, but like nothing really with the, in regards to the podcast. So in I was playing Fortnite on stream in May or whatever, and we had like a joke and in joke that esports was a thing. Because it was like, oh, every time I got a shot, it's like, oh fucking esports here. Um, and interesting enough, we've got Divercat in the chat who met through this next bit. Um, but because I was playing Minecraft, Blue and Queenie, so Queenie from Blue and Queenie, is Ed Welsh. Definitely I'm not, not Welsh, but thank you for asking. Um, we'll just forget about that. Then, <laughs> so I was, I was playing some Minecraft, but Queenie from Blue and Queenie <clears throat> messaged me saying that there was a Twitch Rivals, which is the esports division of Twitch, uh, Minecraft event coming up and... Even if you lost every single round, they still give you some money. And I was like, well, you know what? Free money. I will play some Minecraft. And I was like, I'm terrible at Minecraft. I don't play it. I play Animal Crossing. Um, and so, yeah, they sent... So she's like, okay, if you can join. I was like, oh, crap. Okay, I did it. And then, um, yeah, so we did this Minecraft tournament. I got grouped with some huge streamers, like people with over a million um, followers on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, well, maybe Instagram, I don't know. Twitter and Twitch and things. And we ended up coming second out of the eight teams. And the first, the top two teams, I think it was, yeah, the top two teams ended up going to the European finals, which we lost every single match of, but still got a fair bit of money for doing that. Um, YouTube. No, I said Twitch, like over a million on Twitch. Some people had. Sips has got loads. Uh, yeah, Sips was on there. CPK. I know he's huge as well. Big and it, it was great because like I was playing Minecraft with people who I didn't, I had no idea. I was just chatting to them. So like, you know, just fellow gamer that I've been stuck in a lobby with. And then afterwards, people were sending me stuff and I'm like, uh, oh shit, that person has like a million followers. And <clears throat> there was people in chat going, I know that person. I've been watching them for ages. <clears throat> also a, an amazing person. I've also made friends for life through there. For example, Diver Cat in the chat, who is a moderator for Mr. Beardstone, who is an incredible uh, Minecraft streamer. One of the nicest people around. Moni has been banned in his chat more times than I can mention um, because she's wow. got a foul mouth and he's family friendly. Um, but yeah, no, just, uh, it, it was incredible. Um, but yeah, we ended up coming second and I won like a thousand pounds or something like that. <clears throat> and then we went to the European ones and didn't get as much because we didn't do very well. Um, and then for some reason, they invited me again for the next one. I think they needed some numbers. You went back? Yeah. They liked you. <laughs> Apparently enough. Oh God, I'm coughing now. Wait, what's Get that? some wine in you. Oh. Get yeah, some caffeine down me first. Wait, what's the dogs up here? Um, yeah, no, I went back the second time, fully expecting to be completely humiliated. Um, <laughs> and we won. <laughs> we literally won Twitch Rivals. Uh, so now, if you go to my Twitch Rivals esports page, it says like victories or um, like championships won <laughs> for some reason. Okay. Yeah, just blew my mind. And then we went and... So then it went and sent us to the world finals 
of Minecraft 2. And um yeah, so they we they randomly pick you through there. And we came second in the world wow. finals of Minecraft on Twitch. You are an esports champion. I still don't know what happened. You know you've when you just... a, you've got an esports jersey now, don't you? I do, yeah. It's down there and he's cleaning. But I do have an esports jersey, you thank you. Once. Thanks to Money. Yeah. Do you not clean things after you've worn them once? Well not that hood not that uh thing you've got there. Oh at is at least Oh no, on. I'm I'm planning on sweating on this all over all throughout Christmas. But I am the It's one of those things where it's so fluffy that if I wash uh... this, it's gonna lose it all. So I'm just not gonna wash it. Well I hope you're not gonna be around anybody at Christmas. No. Says so Set on your own. Yeah, good. But yeah, no. So now I'm uh, an esports champion. Um, and yeah, runner up, the bridesmaid. I was the bridesmaid diver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it was It was just. So that's how my relationship with gaming has changed. I'm now very competitive. I'm going to play some CSGO and Valorant and Destiny 2. Uh, although I was playing Destiny 2 yesterday with Money. I felt like an esports champ playing with Money. Yeah. Well, by comparison. There's a gang beast, Twitch rivals. Oh my God, I need to take part in that. There you go. There we go. <laughs> uh, we've got some questions from Mr. Millhill. Oh, he does some good ones. He does. Um, he has a question for Ben. What is the best game you have played that you will probably never stream? I'm going to add an extra word to that question. Never stream again. Because there's a lot of stream, a lot of games that I play that I will never stream again, but I used to. Uh, one of them is Destiny 2. Love Destiny 2, but... Holy hell, do people not want to watch that? Um, and also, it's just kind of like Destiny Two. I play because <clears throat> it it's kind of it's great. It's, I love it, but also I like having something else on to watch while I'm playing it. Um, and that goes exactly the same for Final Fantasy Fourteen, except for when I'm playing through the main story quest. I really want to focus. That, I mean, that's another reason I really want to focus on the main story, especially with the new expansion coming out. I really want to focus on that story. Um, so I'll never stream it because I want. I did once stream Final Fantasy fourteen, and I had to double check that I was go I was live because <laughs> uh, let's say nobody nobody enjoys watching people play Final Fantasy. Well, watching me play Final Fantasy fourteen because I've got no knowledge. You they don't watch me. Yeah. yeah, they don't watch me to learn anything. I mean, I they'll come up and be like, "Oh, what's your rotation?" I'm like, not sure what a rotation is. But, yeah, I don't uh, know what a rotation is. Exactly. So, like, all I do. In why would anybody watch? Press one, two, three. One, two, three on repeat, and then apparently yeah. we beat a boss and we carry on. One, yeah, I think when it comes to an MMORPG, you have to be kind of like known for streaming that MMO. Um, and then you've got to have so many hours in it and so much knowledge that you can help people who come by. Um, whereas I don't have any. I mean, I have played that game for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. But like, I'm nowhere near someone like Watermelon, who I can see right now on Discord is playing it. Uh, I do not have any skill, like the level of Rick um that rick has so why would anybody watch me play it but yeah so that's it i enjoy those I'm games but i won't watch them <clears throat> um mr Mulhall also had a question for me what is a game ed the journalist praised but ed the gamer thought was just okay now <laughs> are you trying to say that he's he what? writes one thing and thinks another well exactly <laughs> i mean ed the journalist and ed the gamer are definitely the same person so how dare you insinuate <laughs> that i would not be honest in a review who's paid you money to give a good review wow we haven't reviewed games i i wish i was no i don't wish i was paid for a review um i will always be honest in a review i mean that's the point of a review so i will always do that um 
I so so Ed the journalist and Ed the gamer definitely have the same opinion. They are the same person. What I will say is that sometimes opinions can change after a review. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes in the sort of the process of doing your review, you get really sucked into something, and then you go back to it later, and maybe your opinion changes a little bit over the time. Um, and maybe this will come up in our game of the year podcast. Another bit of advertising for you there um thank you plugging whenever it is <laughs> a little plug um oh. ratchet and clank rift apart i feel like my opinion has changed slightly because that's a game that ed the journalist gave a five out of five mm. and it's a game that when i first played it it really wowed me it felt like this is a real killer app for the ps5 you know it's really showing off the graphics it's showing off the ssd it's using the controller um it felt really exciting to play it and the more i think about it since then the more i think yeah it's just another ratchet and clank game yeah and I it's, agree. that's that's a very good thing because ratchet and clank games are great but i don't feel like it's doing anything massively new it's just that when you've spent 400 quid on a new console and you want something good to play on it and something looks really pretty on a nice big tv you think yeah i'm gonna give that a five out of five because i'm really excited about it and actually it's not like the most amazing game ever for me it's probably a four out of five not a five but mm. i gave it a five at the time because i was a bit overexcited it was a five out of five five out of five is outstanding and i think it's an outstanding game i would give it Thank a five for that frasley <laughs> but yeah is it game of the year no but is it an excellent excellent game that you'd reckon i mean i would obviously i would definitely give it a five out of five but that's because it's a game and also i'm not a games journalist so you know my opinion is worthless but i do think that like ratchet and clank if anybody has a ps5 and they're like what game should i get ratchet and clank and spider-man miles morales which i need to lend you uh remind me before next time i see you the I, those two games i'm like you will enjoy those games yeah like if if you buy if someone bought a ps5 i would say to them go and play ratchet and clank because it's also the kind of game that is just it's for everyone like anyone can enjoy that in some way you know for me I love I love Demon Souls, and I think that is a brilliant launch title for a PS5. But I appreciate that is not for everyone. But Ratchet and Clank is the kind of game that pretty much anyone can jump into and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would 100% recommend it to anyone. But is it like an incredible five out of five game mm-hmm. that's like doing amazing things that have never been done before? No. Kite says, "What's your what will be your game of the year? You'll have to tune in. If you subscribe you to will. us on Spotify or it's not called iTunes, Apple Podcasts, you will uh, be alerted learned. as soon as it goes in. And also, it was awesome. It was really awesome seeing people having split the screen in their kind of end of year podcasts, like most listen to podcasts. Just imagine if we do a whole year next year, which we will. If we and if we like say, hey, subscribe to us on Spotify, listen to us on there." Just imagine we might be in uh, people's yeah. top 10. Or you can just watch us live on Twitch. Yeah, but you can... That too. Yeah, you could do that. Um, Mr. Millhill also had a third question for both of us. Ooh. When are we going to see Split the Screen where you two play together? Well, I mean... I presume I'll you be streaming gaming. that. Oh. Um, I don't know. We need to find a game that we actually both like. We were, suge- <laughs> we were talking about this. Do you not remember? Were we? Yeah. <laughs> It, ta- it takes things. two. It takes two. We were talking about it takes two. I think that's the kind of game that could work really. It's actually Ed's nickname. Wow. 
he takes two. Thank you very much. Pronoun is not it, it's... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's spit the roast, not spit the screen. Um, (laughs) No, thank you, um, says Gemma. (laughs) (laughs) Something like it takes two, um, Mm. that is a specifically two-player co-op game could be a fun thing for us to do together. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we should do that at some point. Mm. I think that'd be fun. Maybe we could have a couple of YouTube uh, only because that's what we were planning before the uh, the little break, the impromptu break we had. Remember we did a we did a um, review, like a speaking review of Resident Evil Village. We did, and then it suddenly stopped. But they're back. Portal Two is a great two player game. I've never finished it. Are you kidding me? No, I've never played it. Oh god! Is that okay, the one with Stephen Fry or Stephen Merchant or one of them? Stephen Merchant. That's the one. Fine. Yes, that's a great suggestion. Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we've got another some more questions. Um, question for Ed says uh, Cap. Now he says, "All right, my lover. What game uh, that you've had to rush through to review? Do you wish you could go back and take your time with?" Uh, question. Oh yeah, there you go. That was his question. It was a question. Thank you. Um, I'm sure he actually typed it in that voice as well. <laughs> Um, I love her. I love her. <laughs> well then, capped. Um, <laughs> I mean, you say you say rush through to review. Like reviewing is a bit of a weird thing. Um, what's the? <laughs> no, I'm not going to ask that. Um, <laughs> what is the large? Uh, yeah, Cap says you can both suck the largest part of my dick. Wow. I don't want to know which bit that is. Yeah. Um, Reviewing is weird because sometimes you might get a couple of weeks to review something, which is plenty of time. And other times you get it the day before the embargo and you have to fully just rush through something. I mean, Resident Evil Village, I had to play in two days and I played through the entire thing in two evenings. I did actually, actually, though. Yeah, not through choice as well. I played through it in two days. Yeah. I mean, I actually enjoyed that being in, you know, a short time because actually you just really rush through the story and just got completely sucked into it. What's really hard to rush through are JRPGs because JRPGs are notoriously like 80, 90, 100 hour long. And um, it's it's a real pain to only have a few days to play that. Um, mm. So something like, for instance, Persona 5 Strikers. I loved Persona 5 um, and loved that it was so long because it was a great world and I just wanted to really relish that. And I wanted to relish it in Strikers, but I had to rush through it for the sake of reviewing it. Um, and Bravely Default 2, I also really rushed through. And that's a game that I ended up not liking as much. It really coloured my review mm. badly because I had to rush it. And, you know, the bosses in that game are really quite tricky. Um, and getting stuck on that where you're like, I just need to finish this game so I can write about it. Um, it's a real pain when it's really long and you're like, okay, I want to finish it so I can just do this. Um, so JRPGs were a bit of a pain to review. Um, Moni says Death Stranding you hated. That I would also throw into this answer in terms of something I rushed You only didn't I like it I because I liked I it. And we know it. we know full well you didn't like you said you claimed you didn't like it, but it was just because okay. I loved it so much. I stand by my review. I still think that it is pretentious as fuck. I haven't read it. And oh, charming. You don't work there anymore. I'm not gonna give them any I views. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Um I didn't now you that. love it. Um 
it is a very pretentious game. I do think it does a lot of really interesting things. I do think that it's it's themes around community and connection and the way it builds that into the gameplay is actually really interesting. Um, I just think the story is really, really badly told. Yeah. Also, when I reviewed it, um, for a few days around the review period, they switched off the servers, which meant that, that it didn't have that online component. So the whole thing about sharing ladders and bridges and all those sorts of things was completely not there when I reviewed it. Mm. Um, so I had to play most of it just stuck on my own with no help, mm. just running around as fast as possible trying to get through it. Um, you know, I was up until about five in the morning with its 10 million different endings the day before I had to write the review. So I very much rushed through that game. Honestly, I, it's a game that you really have to slow down and sort of relish the music yeah. and the atmosphere to really appreciate it. And I really didn't. I still don't like it that much. So my review wouldn't have changed, but I do wish that I could have taken a bit more time over it. About five. I played it recently um, because they released the um, extended cut, whatever it's called. Director's cut. Director's as cut. I played as well. <clears throat> yeah, and I played that on stream. And yeah, going back through it, like the story at the end i mean i loved it but the ending they're just like oh crap we need to kind of wrap up the story um there's a lot of kind of let's try and get every loose end finished and tied up but let's do it in one cut scene uh, and we'll do it with somebody explaining it and that for me was a bit of a mess i think they could have wrapped up a few things before then ed's review of death stranding that's something i'd like to norman read us well, well there you, you go care. there's a link for you uh Go through uh, archive.org. Um, I mean, I I freaking loved Death Stranding. Death Stranding is one of my, but it is weird, but it is one of my favorite games ever. But mainly because the music, I just love good music in a game. The soundtrack is brilliant. I'll give you that. I will give you that. Low Raw and um, something Forcell, whatever his name, Ludwig Forcell, they were both my top two uh, played artists of Spotify Wrapped this year. And they are both only because of Death Stranding. There you go. Ah, had another question for Ben. Oh, did he? Um, how have you found the past year in gaming? Any surprise hits that you've enjoyed? Yeah, Pokemon. Honestly, Pokemon Diamond, Pokemon DP um, has really surprised me because I saw it and I thought, well, that looks shite. I, like po Pokemon Arceus or something like that, or whatever it's called. Arceus. Ar is it pronounced Arceus? Like that game was like, here, this is the other one. And also we've got this other little game called, you know, a Diamond and Pearl, re uh, Pearl remake. And I was a bit disappointed because I thought there was going to be another like gold, silver, let's go kind of game. Mm -hmm. um, so when this came out, it had like a chibi style. I was like, oh, this looks terrible. I was like 20 quid or something. Um, but then it was full price. And I've been playing it because I obviously have an impulsive uh, buying uh, of course you issue. Do. And I bought it and I'm actually really enjoying it, but I'm taking my time. It, that's the great thing about Pokemon. It's not a game where you really need to kind of learn all the controls. You need to like learn which ones to, you know, which buttons to press at whatever time, like Xenoblade is that I'm playing. But Pokemon, you can just literally pick up, go a little bit further than you do, and then put it down. And there's, I, there's real benefit in games, especially like even RPGs that are turn-based ones. You can just literally put it down. Yeah, you might forget a bit of the story. Luckily, Xenoblade's got a great catch-up on what you're meant to be doing in the mission. But there's... Like you can just put it down and pick it up and you know exactly how to fight it. You don't need to try and muscle map memory all your uh you know, all the controls and things, which is which is perfect for it. So yeah, Pokemon DP. Yeah. I mean I really enjoyed Sword well, I played Shield. Um obviously. Uh, the sort of minimal advancements that they made. 
but I'm really enjoying the remake because it's so faithful to the originals and it's like a nice mm. nostalgia hit of you know the the older game style and I'm really enjoying that yeah yeah I'm I'm like my earliest memory like the only Pokemon I've ever finished were Gen 1 and Gen 2 uh gold up to gold silver like I played mm-hmm. I played them to shit and I've never finished a Pokemon since then I like Shield and Sword, I didn't really like. I thought this is a multi-million, a multi-billion-dollar company. Why is why are they producing this shit? Like it, it looks like it was PlayStation Two, um, and so that kind of annoyed me because I'm like, why don't you just spend some money on making a game that's like decent quality? Just polish it a bit. Try telling Pikachu that. Tell it to his face. To be honest, yeah. I mean, looking at the picture of Ed right now, on the left is what you're expecting, and on the right is what you get. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Next question. Uh, for both, what game did you see praised but was pretentious in the end? Oh, don't say Death Stranding. Uh, I, mean, I want to see what the end you, answer. What, else do you want? what game did you see praised but thought was pretentious? I mean, definitely Death Stranding, but it's it's a game that it is very divisive. There are some people that praised it and think it's the best thing ever, um, and some people that think it's pretentious. And I'm definitely in the latter camp. Yeah, I'm trying to think what pretentious games that I didn't like. I once read a book that I thought was really pretentious, and I tweeted it, and the author replied with like, "Oh, that was disappointing." <laughs> um. Mm, yeah. I I don't I, can't, I mean yeah some games are I'm trying to think actually and I can't uh, but there are some games that I really just didn't like because I thought they were too overly pretentious and too complicated what about some does anybody get any ideas Biomutant pretentious no it just didn't play very well oh Pokemon Snap was shite uh, but you no know, Biomutant was <laughs> disappointing very disappointing well Biomutant wasn't massively well reviewed either mm. but it was disappointing um pokemon snap the th- what's interesting about the pokemon snap reviews is you need to go and look at who reviewed them mm. because if you actually look up the reviewer i guarantee you they got the pokemon expert to review it and mm. of course they're going to love that but it's a pokemon game for pokemon fans so if you're not a pokemon fan you're not going to enjoy that game mm. i'm trying to th- yeah i'm just looking at like the top games of this year to see if there were any uh, Returnal. I haven't played it, but it looks pretentious. Uh, Metroid Dread. Yeah, that looks pretentious as well. <sighs> Honestly, all the games I like, fine. Maybe Kena. Ken. Kena. 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 A little bit pretentious. Um. Yeah. Nothing really. To oh, twelve minutes. Although that didn't get reviewed too particularly well, did it? The reviews were right, and then more and more people read, uh, played it, and realised what a terrible twist it is. And then it got completely bombed. I and quite yet liked it's it. still up for a lot of awards. I quite liked it, but yeah, Kenna. I didn't really like Kenna. In fact, Kenna is not in, nowhere near my top ten. It was one of the games I played and didn't like because it was a bit too glitchy. <laughs> wow! Thanks for that, Tom. Yeah, twelve minutes—the length we wish this podcast was. Yeah, we're currently <laughs> one hour twenty-three in on this teaser podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> We've got a question from Jinx. Uh, how has streaming games versus just playing them for your own enjoyment changed your play style and game choices? Which I think is a great question mm-hmm. because I have only been streaming for a couple of months now, which since since the last podcast. Yeah. So streaming is still very new for me. Um, and I feel like we have very different streaming styles in that Ben is someone who has sort of hit the jackpot with one particular game, Animal Crossing. Ooh. And you enjoy the sort of playing that regularly. Whereas I'm someone who would get incredibly bored by that. So I play a different game every stream. Um, and I like playing shorter games that you can just dip into, have a little test of it, say, right, was this good? Let's play it next stream or let's mm. not. Um, let's keep things moving. So I tend to play lots of shorter indie games. Um, and if there's games where it can highlight, you know, some a, a smaller developer or a more diverse developer or something like that. You know, I played um, a game called Unsighted recently, which is by two Brazilian mm. trans developers, which is a game that hasn't really had as much press as it really deserves, but it's actually a really fun little game. So if I can just play it for a couple of streams and highlight it in some small way, that's something that I personally really love to do, um, as opposed to just, I'm going to play like, the biggest game i'm going to simply gta online or fortnite for the sakes of it i would rather play lots of shorter indie games um but i also feel a lot of pressure playing games on stream with people watching you're a games Um, journalist you should be a pro i know i know i should uh, speaking Um, of pretentious games that were reviewed really well but maybe you didn't like what about goragoa yeah i mean that did review quite well i think um it's i appreciated the puzzle design but its story was a little bit too ambiguous for me. So that, yes, definitely bordered on pretentious. Yeah, I like. I really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, for me, obviously, it's a little bit different. Streaming games versus playing for my own enjoyment. Back before Animal Crossing, I would literally just play whatever I wanted to play. Um, now, because we built a big community based around Animal Crossing, I really want to play Animal Crossing. And because like, when I'm playing Animal Crossing, I see people that I've you know known or got to know for a year and a half or so. And I feel like the community is based around that game. So I do try and stick to that. And I'm thankful, really thankful for the expansion and all the new extra stuff that they've added and this hardcore mode that I've uh, that we've uh, concocted as a group, uh, well, as a community. Um, and then, yeah, like I pretty much, I there are a lot of games that maybe I would have streamed before and had a couple of people in the chat to, ch- to talk to about. Then now I'm like, you know what? Keep it off stream. Just play the game that you're enjoying. Something like Destiny 2, something like Final Fantasy XIV, Forza, things like that. Um, Tales of Arise, Xenoblade. Yeah, just keep those off stream. But yeah, it's... Um, yeah, so I've, I've kind of found my way, especially because streaming is now my part-time job. I work part-time, I stream part-time, and I've got to kind of focus on that a little bit more uh, rather than just play for fun. Um, but I still do really enjoy it and like being able to chat to people while I'm playing it is definitely what is one of the reasons why I love streaming so of course I'm going to pick a game where people are in the chat and talking around and talking to me yeah I mean I think that's something that I picked up through interviewing streamers is that the, I feel like there are sort of two types of streamer there are, there's the streamer like your sort of ninja or someone like that who plays one specific game they're known for like good gameplay and people go there or, or esports maybe and people go there because they me? want to learn you how t- to play you the say game. ninja you, we should have just said biggest venice i mean i should 
Um, <laughs> so people go there to watch that specific game and specific gameplay. And then there are the streamers that are much more around community. And it doesn't really matter as much what they play, but it's around the people around that. And that's why people want to watch that particular stream. So it's like, are you there for community or are you there for gameplay? Um, and I, I feel like there are very much two different types of streamer. Okay, fine. We're in the community part. We are. But I think also the community community part can really... Like, there is the community part, but there's also the community part where it's around one game. Whereas I think the my community is more... is Animal Crossing. And maybe some Zelda. Like, tomorrow we're playing Zelda. I can imagine... You know, it's kind of similar vibes to Animal Crossing. It's quite relaxing. It's Switch. It's Nintendo. Whereas if I start... If I just start playing PUBG... Um, there will be a lot of people that go, well, I'm not watching that. <laughs> yeah, me included. Yeah. It's great, but no. You're welcome. Yeah. Cozy, creative. Yeah. I'd come for PUBG, says Monty. PUBG's, PUBG was one of the first games I streamed. Come for the pub. Maybe not PUBG. Mm, yeah. I'd come for the pub. Um, um, yeah, last you... couple of questions from Ollie Ray. These are good ones. These are good questions. Thank you all for these questions. This has been really good, actually. Um, Ollie Ray, if a uh, question for both. If you could only play one type of video game genre for the rest of your life, which genre would you pick and which games help you make your decision? I would say an MMORPG just because of the amount of content that's in them. Um, and Final Fantasy XIV helped me make that decision. Like somebody said, look, I remember a question a while ago being like, if you could play one game, only one game for the rest of your life, what would it be? I'd be like, uh, well, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. Because no matter if you play that game 12 hours per day, you'd probably still have tons and tons. Like if you, yeah, you could literally play that 12 hours a day and have tons of content just constantly. Very true. I feel like I'm, I'm tempted to pick um, JRPGs for a similar mm. reason of that they're very long and there's lots of content. Um, but I mean, if it was one genre, I mean, really it's kind of my favourite kind of games are action-adventure games in your sort of Zelda structure of i like a game where there's some combat there's some puzzles you have to solve you have to use your brain a little bit and mainly stories where there's uh, games where there's a good story um i'm not a multiplayer guy like i don't like playing with other people i just want to play by myself and just follow a story and get sucked into some fantasy world that's what i really enjoy games for Erin has asked what my main class is in Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, Bard and Samurai. My Bard is level 80. Uh, I'm trying to get my Samurai to be like my main one because I'm just, uh, I just love the combine that. It's so much more fun. Mm. I've, I've got further with Dragoon. I'm in Stormblood there. But I then decided that I wanted to try healing and realized that I really love healing as a white mage. But I'm too scared to bottom. continue the store. Shut up. I'm too scared. <laughs> None of that's shaming. Um, I'm not shaming. I'm There's too... nothing wrong with being a bottom head good um i'm too scared to like do uh, um raids and stuff for the first time as a healer because i feel like i'm gonna get shouted at yeah oh yeah no like the second i was getting i was getting shouted at as dps in like post level 70 stuff i wasn't getting shouted at but i was like dying a lot because i didn't know all of the the mechanics and stuff it's mm. not just as simple as you know attack it and it'll die you have to yeah, stand exactly. here. And, and that's why I feel like going back to healer later. Mm. Um, once you know what you're doing a bit more. Yeah. I kind of, I appreciate that. But I also, I get really bored with DPS just hitting one, two, three, one, two, three on repeat. Like mm. healer, you actually have to look at what people are doing and actually use your brain slightly, which I appreciate. Yeah. Hmm. Question for Edward. 
has becoming a famous games journalist who interviews a lot of people. Absolutely not. A lot of legendary people, such as Biggest Benis, uh, and plays a wide variety Ew. of games. How dare you? Uh, sparked has it sparked an interest in or an interest or a love within yourself for a game that you weren't really that bothered about beforehand? Um, I wouldn't say a game. So no, what no I easy answer. Th- no, there's not an easy answer to this. Like, what I will say is that until I started sort of getting more commissions and journalism, whatever, and looking for stories, I knew nothing about Twitch. And I didn't really know the potential of Twitch, the power of Twitch, um, how it was so popular. And the first Twitch streamer I interviewed was Dia, who is amazing. And it was through Dia that I met the Stream Queens. And then through the Stream Queens, I was thinking of, uh, you know, other LGBT teams. And then I met Rainbow Arcade and spoke to Justin and John John. And then I spoke to this one and met other Rainbow Arcade streamers and gradually kind of learned more about streamers and what an amazing community this is. And it's, I remember thinking, why would you want to watch somebody else play a game when you can just play it yourself? Like, that doesn't really interest me but then i understood that it's about the community and it's about um the people that you meet online and and how amazing that can be especially during the pandemic yes because you have you have it on during the like you have streams on during the day while you're working don't you yeah exactly and it's, it's not to be there to watch and pay like put all your attention on that stream watching it you are background noise, Ben. Yeah, I'm happy to be um, people's background noise. <laughs> but it's it's just it's about the power of community and how mm. playing games online through Twitch can really bring people together. And that's something I really hadn't considered until I started interviewing more streamers and understanding how it's really brought people together. So not so much games, but Twitch as a platform is definitely something that I have learned to appreciate through the writing that I've done. I love the uh, the background noise, and I love how many people have had to like suddenly turn off the stream uh, when people have been around because like oh, shit can't have that on. Because I think <laughs> was it Yuffie or somebody who was in work and they had the thing on, and I think the sound the fart sound effect went off, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh crap, no, it was this." And then, for example, Watermelon uh, was joining in for some ya- singing along to Ya Ya Ding Dong. And apparently then screen shared their uh, their screen and somebody was like, why do you have Yaya Ding Dong karaoke version uh, <laughs> up on your, uh, on wow. your screen? Yeah. So yeah, things like that. <laughs> I, oh yeah, Mo, that was it. Money was speaking to a client and was sending a voice message and there's a fart sound effect in the background. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have a set of earbuds. Yeah. Earbud earphones really help. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want to be embarrassed at work. Um, but also, yeah, Ollie also asked the question, which was an interesting one. Have you realized that there's a huge fan base or a following for a game that you didn't really think that people were bothered about? Um, I think there are games out there that we all know are big, but you kind of don't necessarily realize until you really look into it. Um, and that doesn't necessarily tie up with like my personal tastes or... The taste of my colleagues um you know i as you like to say like pretentious indie games yeah but i just don't necessarily like the biggest titles out there um and a lot of my colleagues have similar feelings to me of enjoying a game that is doing something a bit different or is a bit more experimental um but then you look at something like 
GTA Online, and it's just incredibly popular mm. um, to a just wild extent. Um, what was this and, game you talked about recently? And you and someone, I know it was more like streaming, wasn't it? You you posted something and. There were just so many comments like, well, this tiny little detail on there is not quite 100% correct. And they like will really, like, if you if you like write about a game that's maybe has such a huge fan base, if you use something that's tiny, like maybe not 100% correct, or it's something that's got a tiny, you know, a tiny bit different to what you've written, they will all just pile on and tell you about it. Oh, people love to tell me I'm wrong. Mm. And then I will reply, well, I don't reply, but in my head I reply, I do not give a shit because I'm getting paid to write this and you're not. Um, <laughs> kind of what it was. Yeah, like yeah. GTA Online is is just phenomenally huge. Um, it mm. is the biggest thing on Twitch. DBD, that was the one. When the creator of DBD said that it's a bit like the Smash Brothers of horror games and they were shitting oh, on you for saying you that. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, it's not, it's nothing like Smash Brothers. And you're like, I'm literally quoting, like, the director of the game. How about you go fuck yourself? And who on earth said that it was like playing that? It it was literally like, saying that it's, no it's, a, that. it's kind of a group of people from all different franchises coming together. That's, oh, yeah. Like, all all I wish for the articles that I write is that people don't just read a headline on social media and that they actually click it and actually read what I've written and give it that view come back and comment to me. And if I've said something wrong or out of turn, then fine. If you've actually bothered to read it, but if you've read the headline, the headline is there for a reason to make Mm. you click on it. So every now and again, I will click on it. Every now and again, I will like reply to a couple of the twats that comment on your articles and it it winds me up. For instance, I wouldn't have made it like, Mm, it's things like writing about Ludwig yesterday because he's moved from Twitch to YouTube. And the number of people are just like, who? Who's that? This isn't news. It's like, well, it might not be news in your world, but in the Twitch world and the streaming world, it's mm. absolutely massive news that one of the biggest streamers has moved to a different platform. Yeah. It's also hilarious that he's then been banned the next day for DMCA strikes. Yeah, well perfect. I hope that, didn't that get, didn't that, you say that did really well? I mean, people clicked on it, yeah. Yeah. Um. So um, thank you, says I wouldn't have made it through the pandemic without you a lot. Big love to you all. Well, thank you. Honestly, the same, same for us, like the same for others, for like streamers, even people who don't stream and they watch Like the viewers have really helped as well. And hopefully we can keep you entertained as hopefully the world goes back to normal or it gets a little bit more open and people can start going back to work and stuff. And maybe the podcast can be something you just watch or watch it. Yeah. Watch or listen to, you know, when you're free, have us as background noise once a week. Whether you listen to us when we're live on Twitch or whether you, you know, listen when you're in the gym. I think Gary used to listen to us in the gym. Anyway. Yeah, just have us as background noise. There is another question, uh, says Moni. Is there? Tom asked, what's both of your earliest video... Oh, that was asked in the chat. Yeah, earliest video game oh. memory. I've said this before, but it, for me, it was when my sister came around and for some reason, I don't know why, but she lent me a SNES for like... A week. It wasn't even a week. And I remember playing Zelda. The What was the one on the SNES? Link to the Past. Link to the Past. And I didn't do anything in it. I just walked. Cause I had no idea what I was meant to be doing. So I walked around cutting the grass uh, and getting the, the diamonds or whatever they're called. And then I... Are the ru- rupees? Rupees. <clears throat> rupees. And also I played a lot of Mario Kart and freaking loved Mario Kart. 
So that's, that is my earliest video game memory. And then she took it back and I was really annoyed. I'm trying to think of like a specific memory, but my first console was a Master System and I just remember being obsessed with Sonic. Mm. Um, and I played the absolute shit out of Sonic on the Master System. Um, and I remember, I'd, like, I I was just obsessed with him as a kid. I had I used to collect Sonic the comic, and I had like Sonic stationery and everything. And I used to like write stories about Sonic. Um, so it's not a specific memory, but I just generally was obsessed with Sonic as a kid, and I used to just play that <laughs> game absolutely solidly. I remember uh, Sonic the I comic was amazing. I li- I mm. literally had like tons of them lined up on a bookshelf. I think my parents just threw them out. My friend Andy from across the road, he was obsessed with Sonic and I used to play on his, um, uh, what was it called? The Mega Drive. And I remember once yep. he got a PC that was quite decent and could play video games on it. And he had Tomb Raider. And I remember we thought it would be funny to find naked pictures of Lara Croft. Of course. Um, of course, being, you know, fake straights. And yeah. well, he was straight. I think he still is. Um, he printed off um, a picture of uh, Lara Croft with her tits out, uh, the the video game one. And halfway through it printing, his mum walked in. I was like, "Oh, what are you printing?" Saw oh, it because no. you know, I, you know, it was like, you know, it used to go across, <laughs> so it would take forever and be really loud. Uh, and we got banned from using his computer for a week. <laughs> Je- <laughs> Perhaps I've never even told you that. I think I, think I have amazing. said this story before. Maybe it was on <laughs> Click Click Play. It's like the tits of... <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> going across each time. Uh, so yeah. Fake. And, were, and I was like, I was just do it. I was just... We had been like, yeah, let's print them off. Why not? I don't care. Uh, oh, God. Breasts are two of my favorite thing. Exactly. And that's where my love of breasts came from. Yeah. Triangular breasts. Breasts that could poke your eye out. There you go. And anyway, another name for the t- for the podcast. <laughs> so, um that c- brings the podcast kind of to an end. We're already one hour forty-two in. Yeah. <laughs> this was meant to be forty minutes as like literally yeah. special. You said thirty minutes at first. Well. I think this is this is I mean, this is definitely podcast episode twenty-five, which is my lucky number as well. There you go. Um, yeah, so what else do we need to talk about? What else is there to say? Cheers, money. <laughs> We're just sitting there chatting and getting drunk, exactly. Yeah, I'll this is what you like. A bottle left. That's why I'm like, well, maybe one minute, one hour, one minute, uh, maybe oh, one hour 30. Money, I was thinking, like, maybe one hour 30 with an also with like with another guest joining us as well might be what we need to be like. One hour with three of us might be a, cutting it a little bit uh, too short. Yeah, props. Um, Flinksy, the next episode, we are going to be doing a Game of the Year episode, uh, which will be in a couple of weeks' time. And then we'll be back properly in the new year. New year, the first Thursday of the year. What is that? Don't say it's the first because it won't be that. Um, okay. No, it's not that anyway. Why can't I click on it? Oh, here we go. Um, it's the sixth. I, you know what? The sixth sounds sounds about right, doesn't it? There you go. So their weekly it. podcasts start back on the 6th of January. But there will be a game of the year one in, you know, sometime before that. Um, I will be doing some IRL streams as well from the 24th to the end, well, to 
the beginning of the new year. Um, who knows who will appear, will appear on there. But we will, yeah, wait with anticipation. Yeah, we go. My birthday, says Jinx. 6th of January. What else happened? Oh, wait. Oh, shit. It's also yeah. my mum's birthday. Really? 6th of January? Wait, no, it's not. That's <laughs> <completely> <laughs> <lie>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the birthday is definitely the 22nd, not the 6th. 22nd? I, I mean, that's not even close. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, let's make the 6th of January happy with Jinx's birthday. We'll be back permanently, weekly. And Ed's going to be sending a very early birthday present to his mum. There you go. You can, you can join me for that. <laughs> All right. So, Ed Nightingale, games journalist for Eurogamer, formerly of Pink News and many other publications. Where can we find you? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights with, with an, an N. N on Twitter and also now on Twitch. Ah, yeah, you stream now. That's another thing that's happened in the last six yeah. months. There you go. He's a streamer. And you can find me. Just go to biggestbenners.com or uh, just twitch.tv slash biggestbenners if you want to go directly to my channel. And I'm biggestbenners1 on the old twatter. Don't put streamer in quotations, Cap. Now you do. He does. He streams once a week, and he streams interesting games. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. No problem. I enjoy watching you, and I'm a moderator in your channel. Oh yeah, and you're a moderator in mine. That's another new thing. You are the first mod in over a year. Support each other. You're the first new mod in over a year. Do you know that? You're the first mod since Gemma. I mean, I feel honoured. Yeah, you need a few drinks for that. But yeah, go and, ch- and also please check us out at splittthescreen.com. Uh, it would be awesome. It would, you know how cool it would be next year if we do the Spotify wrapped and people are like, hey, look, Split the Screen is on our top five. It wasn't even on my top five. That's- Maybe for like five people. <laughs> it wasn't even top five for me. Because I mean, why would I listen to myself? Um, but I should yeah, I had us as top three and I'm like, I don't remember what listening you- to myself. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do that. It was my top. What gem? It was Gemma's most. Listened Thank you, to. Gemma. And it was on Gary's as well. And Gary actually uses Spotify. So yeah, listen to us on Spotify. But if you don't have Spotify, if you're one of those Apple people, which is another thing that I am now because I've got my own iPhone and things, um, you can go and listen on there. And you can also leave us a review if you want. Because apparently, if you get a certain amount of reviews, you can appear in the new and noteworthy section of uh, Apple Ooh, Podcasts. Imagine. Can you imagine? It was my number five, says Gary. But yeah. All right. Right. Well, well, I need to go and take this onesie off because I'm sweating. Oh, and you can all imagine that. Yeah, you can imagine it. Um, But we will see you all in a couple of weeks for Game of the Year, and then we'll see you in 2022. No, it doesn't have to be a good review, Heather. It could be one and be like, what a bunch of shite this is. I didn't learn anything. Uh, But yeah, thank you everybody for watching. We will see you exactly what Ed just said then uh, for the Game of the Year podcast and in 2022. Remember, Ben, be there or or be be split. split.